Exodus 3 1-15. We hear today to the famous passage of the burning bush. This is the first place God reveals His name to His people, the unpronounceable Tetragamidon, YHWH. As such, this is a text we have to approach with fear and trembling. Moses is well settled in his new life after Egypt, taking care of his father-in-law's sheep. As we meet him Moses is on the far side of the wilderness, meaning he has gone lot further than he would usually do, probably in search of water. It would also mean he was way behind schedule. Here, he sees a bush which is burning, without being consumed and decides to turn aside. Why did Moses notice this bush? You could say, well, if I saw something like that I would too. But would you? London is full of odd things, and even very beautiful things, how many times have you stopped to examine them? Moses could have just walked off, but he stops. I would suggest that it indicates that there is something that he recognizes in this symbol, something peculiarly personal which attracts him. His stopping, will change his life in the course of world history. What is the symbol of this burning bush? Over the years, the rabbis have seen this as a symbol of Israel enduring and not being consumed by the fires of persecution which she will undergo. The bush or the vine is a usual symbol for Israel in the Scriptures. But fire is as much a symbol of God's presence, the Holy Spirit, but negatively, one of persecution. Israel was not destroyed because of God's presence with them. But even before that, Moses, knowingly or unknowingly recognizes something of his own life in it. With all its myriad complexities and pain he has not been consumed by them. As he stops on his path, God begins to show him why. As he stops, God calls to him by name, twice dash Moses, Moses, once it is spoken, twice I have heard it Psalm 62 11, God calls us, how he knows us eternally, created in his image, but our earthly life with all its mess has to catch up to this divine image. And God tells him, remove your shoes. Shoes protect us as we walk. Do not come near me, without being in contact with the mess of your earthly life. Without being real. And God starts speaking to Moses. I am the God of your father, of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. And Moses hides his face. Why this strange reaction in front of God? People can hide their face out of modesty, for protection sometimes. But when you're faced with someone and you instinctively hide, it is usually due to a sense of shame. The God who has come to him was the God from his history, and there was a lot of fear and shame in his past. Growing up in luxury, while having this nagging feeling that he didn't belong there, the whole sense of being lost, caught between the knowledge of belonging to a slave race and living with the persecutors, his own adopted family, the search for his identity leading to murder of the Egyptian, finally, being rejected both by the Hebrews he had tried to save and the Pharaoh, his foster father, who had sentenced him to die. The number of contradictions, the pain, the shame, he had left all this behind, forty years ago. Now, about eighty years old, he is settled into a new identity, that of a Midianite shepherd. And now, this God, whoever he is, who knows him from his past has appeared to dissect his quiet life. And God continues. He was going to rescue his people, who are suffering under Pharaoh, in Egypt. Moses was going to be his chosen instrument. You can imagine, Moses going, okay, been there, done that. But this God wasn't going anywhere. It had to be Moses. Moses then changes tack. What is your name? Maybe he could find some bargaining chip with this God. God reveals his name, I am. He is the God who is. This is not some God, in charge of some particular thing, not even like Zeus, over a whole pantheon of gods. This was the God who could not be named, because he was beyond everything. He was the one who was being itself, he gave being to everything else. The revealed name is near impossible to translate. It could be better rendered, I will be. 
When God tells Moses, I will be with you, it is something like I who will be, will be with you, it is God saying, this is who I am, I am always with you. In the light of God's name, Moses realizes that he has survived through all his ordeals, because God had been with him all along. He just had not known it. All of the painful and confusing events of his life, were accommodated in the divine plan. Each of them had been vital for the calling that God had placed on his life to save his people. To grow in luxury, but to learn the ways of royalty and leadership. Moses had to lead his people. To know the price of justice, to feel the pain of being in exile so he could relate to his own people. To be a shepherd, gentle with his sheep, tempering the harshness of Egypt's armies. Eighty years and now Moses was ready. But he was still running away, carrying his shame and guilt, cut off from his own life. It was time to be reconciled. Go back and face your past. Because there are riches within it which you have rejected. It will free a people in desperate need of what you alone can bring. He will be able to do that now, because now he knew that this God was with him. When God's name was revealed to Moses, he did not come to know God, in an intellectual way. He could only know him by trusting him as his own life starts coming together. Christianity is not so much a set of doctrines to be believed, but an encounter with the God who intervenes in our history. It is in him that all of our lives can make sense. And in being healed, we can bring this healing to others. This encounter in the burning bush is what each of us are invited into each week in the Eucharist. Here, God wants to put his Holy Spirit, his fire into our lives. And here we can be healed. Music